Welcome to this a special edition of the Emerging Civil War podcast. I'm Chris Mikowski, and joining me is my cohort in crime, Sarah K. Byerly. Sarah, how are you this evening? Doing well, Chris. How about you? I'm doing well. I Now, I know this is September as we're recording this, but you have a Christmassy look about you. How's oh, that? Oh, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess my scarf is kind of looking maybe a little red on the screen, um, but I definitely have Christmas on my mind um, because as many of our listeners uh, may already know, there is a wonderful nonprofit called Breeze Across America that helps to place beautiful evergreen wreaths with red bows on the um, graves in national cemeteries all across our country. Um, so this takes place in all 50 states and in territories as well. And over the the last few years, um, it's become a little bit of a passion project for me and something that I've been able to encourage emerging civil war to get involved with as well, um, doing some fundraising efforts to help place more wreaths on Civil War soldier graves in Winchester National Cemetery over in the Shenandoah Valley. So it might be September as we are recording this, but we've got uh, fundraising to support Wreaths Across America on our minds and some exciting opportunities coming up. So why Winchester National Cemetery? There are many wonderful national cemeteries. Winchester, of course, is a beautiful cemetery. But I know that you've got a particular affinity for Winchester. I do. So um, Winchester is one of my favorite Civil War towns. Um, it has been for years. I read a lot about Winchester, even when I lived all the way across the country. Um, and then getting to come to the East Coast to live in Virginia um, for the first time when I placed a wreath on a Civil War soldier's grave, it was at Winchester National Cemetery. And also there's soldiers um, who died at the Battle of Newmarket who are buried in Winchester National Cemetery. So it all kind of came together um, in that moment of a town, a place that I'd done a lot of research, a battle that I had the privilege to write a book about. It all kind of came together in that moment of placing a wreath. And yet, when we look across the cemetery, there's still graves in Winchester National Cemetery that aren't getting wreaths in the holiday season. And it's just because there hasn't been uh, enough money donated. So the opportunity to be able to do a little fundraising, to be able to have the support of Emerging Civil War and our network of contacts, it's really a wonderful opportunity. And it all kind of comes together in a moment of placing a visual representation of memory of saying, we remember these soldiers and their sacrifice. I was I was going to ask you. I mean, it's a very literal way to say you know, you're someone that uh, I appreciate what you did, and you might not even know who that soldier is, but just that simple act of remembrance is an important connection. Um, tell me what it was like for you when you made that first connection. Um, very emotional. Um, I. I used to say I don't get emotional very often, but that's it's happening more and more, I think, as I get a little older and um, keep reading and keep experiencing more of life. But um, I think it was actually a Massachusetts soldier um, that I placed that wreath for that first time on a Civil War soldier's grave. And um, at the time, I didn't know if he had uh, fallen as a result of the Battle of Newmarket, um, but still knowing that he was in a Massachusetts regiment, there was a Massachusetts unit that fought at 
at that battle, you know, maybe he was a new market soldier. Maybe he fought a new market and fell somewhere else in the Shenandoah Valley. That connection, um, you read the names, you say the names out loud as you place the wreaths. And it's just a very poignant way to remember. Um, and it, I think it's really juxtaposed against the, the busyness and the happiness that we find in the holiday season and the Christmas season. So it really is meaningful to take a moment, um, take an hour to volunteer, go place these wreaths actually in December, um, and just kind of have those moments to pause and reflect. I recently uh, actually had a, an uncle pass away, and he was interred at the National Cemetery in Fort Indian Town Gap, and it was a, a beautiful experience to go there for the funeral and the the, uh, the the salute from his fellow Marines as they, they put him to rest. Um, but, you know, he, at the end of his life, chooses to go there, and that's where he wants to be interred. And to me, that's such a different experience than the soldier you talk about who's from Massachusetts. He's far from home, um, and, and, you know, he killed under circumstances that we don't know about. But just that idea that um, – he's far away from the folks who love him the most and he's put in this cemetery um, giving a dignified final resting place, but still it's a lot different than choosing to be there. Absolutely. And the national cemeteries as they are created in the aftermath of civil war battles or in the case of the ones in the Shenandoah Valley and other areas um, that saw civil war fighting in the immediate years after the war, um, you know, it's a way for perhaps these soldiers' families haven't been able to recover their remains. You know, they haven't been able to have those bodies shipped home to be buried in a family plot. And so to move these soldiers' remains to one place, to a place of honor, we see these national cemeteries being created. And, you know, sometimes the comrades or others who had initially buried these fallen Civil War soldiers were able to mark the graves in such a way that we still know those soldiers' names so that a name is able to be placed on a headstone. Um, but many times those names are unknown. There are a lot of unknown Civil War soldiers in Winchester National Cemetery. And in fact, a lot of the, the Union men who died as a result of the Battle of Newmarket are marked in the rosters as unknowns. Now, I know that uh, Wreaths Across America is something that you have a family connection with. We talked a little bit about that as part of last year's program. Uh, so it's something that you have a very personal connection to because of that. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Absolutely. So I first learned about Wreaths Across America um, actually through volunteer work that my brothers were doing. Um, they were part of a civil air patrol squadron, and that's a civilian auxiliary of the Air Force. And so their squadron out in Southern California um, would go and volunteer to help place these wreaths, and they would also do a color guard presentation at Miramar National Cemetery. And I remember the first time going to that cemetery, it was just really an overwhelming feeling to to be part of it to see the ceremony and then to go out and help to place these wreaths and um it was a a nonprofit that i really appreciate what they're doing and to be able to be involved with it in another part of the country is really special and like i said earlier this happens in national cemeteries all across the country so if you go to Reads Across America's website, you can actually put in your zip code. You can find out about cemeteries in your area that are participating. You can go and volunteer on that December day. You can help with fundraising um, for other national cemeteries as well. Um, 
perhaps in in later years um, I'll be able to do a larger reach and more cemeteries that have um, Civil War internments. Um, but for right now, uh, to keep it a little focused, it's still Winchester National Cemetery for the efforts I've been helping to coordinate with Emerging Civil War. So this will be the second year that Emerging Civil War has been involved with this initiative. Uh, tell us about last year's effort, and then that'll kind of lead us into this year's effort. Absolutely. Um, so, and I do want to mention um, my fellow historian and Emerging Civil War editor, John Tracy, who's been involved in this efforts as well. Um, let's see, last year was 2022. So in December of 2021, um, we both ended up at Winchester National Cemetery helping to volunteer and place these wreaths in December. And it was actually John who made a comment about, you know, it's really sad that so many of these headstones are missing wreaths. I wonder if there's something we could do about it. And that idea kind of stuck with me. And I mentioned it again in the spring of 2022. And we came up with this idea of what if we could do a fundraiser. Um, historians don't always make large paychecks, so it's not easy for us to write um, a large donation amount, but we have skills that perhaps we could use for education and then to use as a fundraiser. So that was kind of the idea that John and I came up with. And last year, we did a virtual program. So it was live. We also recorded it. It went very well. In fact, it went so well that we were willing to try it again this year. Um, we're very thankful for the support that we had, both from our colleagues in Emerging Civil War and from those who joined us at that virtual fundraiser. This year, we have some exciting opportunities. Chris, do you know what we're doing? I mean, I, I know you know a little bit, but it how is, much did I tell you here? <laughs> it is a multimedia, multi-opportunity extravaganza. That's what I know. It's <laughs> going to be the opportunity for folks to engage virtually online, as well as an opportunity to actually walk the ground in person uh, with you and John and, and get to connect with these soldiers a little bit more intimately. Tell us about it. Absolutely. So I'm going to start off telling you about our in-person opportunity, which is a battlefield tour. Um, we were able to set up a partnership with the Virginia Museum of the Civil War at Newmarket Battlefield State Newmarket Battlefield State Historical Park. Want to make sure I got their name right there for them. Um, so we are not going to take folks on a tour of Winchester National Cemetery. We're actually going to be in Newmarket, Virginia, um, in the center of the Shenandoah Valley. We're going to do a battlefield tour there, and you're going to find traditional um, battle interpretation talking about the fight between Union and Confederate soldiers there on May 15, 1864. But then we're going to take it a little step further. We're going to talk about about what happened in the aftermath of Newmarket. We're going to talk about some specific soldiers whose stories we know and um, who have a connection to Winchester National Cemetery or are actually buried there within the cemetery grounds. So we hope that it's really going to bring some stories to light that maybe either are brand new research or just haven't been told a lot before. Um, it's going to be a great opportunity. It's October Sunday, October 1st, um, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. If you join us, plan to walk about a mile and a half over some flat and some rolling terrain. And the information for this is on the Emerging Civil War website. Um, the donation to join us for the in-person battlefield tour is $25, and donations are going to Reese Across America. Now, for folks who don't realize, you know, you're, you're talking about 
walking the ground in Newmarket and talking about the aftermath of the battle, and that this ties yet to Winchester, which is in the lower valley. Um, how is it that Newmarket and Winchester are connected? Why are guys ending up there? Right. That's a great question, Chris. Um, so after the Civil War ends and these national cemeteries are starting to be established, um, there's not one that's located by every small battle that happens. And in the Shenandoah Valley, um, the the planners, if you will, kind of divide the valley. So there's a national cemetery in Winchester, which as Chris said, sits in the lower part or the northern part of the Shenandoah Valley. And then there's a national cemetery in Stanton, Virginia, which um, has soldiers from battles in the middle area and then the southern part of the valley. So what's actually happening in the late 1860s is the United States Burial Corps is going through the Shenandoah Valley. They go through other areas of Virginia as well, but we're talking about the valley right now. So they're going to go through different parts and they're going to go to people's farms and they're going to find excuse me, these graves or burial trenches that, you know, were created in the immediate aftermath of a battle. And then they're going to be removing those soldiers' remains and burying them in the national cemeteries. So Newmarket is about the furthest south that we find um, soldiers interred and then, you know, removed or disinterred and removed to Winchester National Cemetery. Um, but we do have quite a few records. In fact, John and I have been working with some where we have the civilian name and they'll say, you know, on widow, um, I'm just going to use Smith as the example, um, uh, on her property, you know, there were three soldiers buried and then they've been removed to Winchester National Cemetery. So it's both removing um, these soldiers remains from civilian land, which is going to let them get back to more of a normalcy. And it's also taking those soldiers remains and putting them in a place of honor. That's one of the things that I find uh, pretty remarkable about Winchester as a national cemetery specifically is um, there's so much history that is interred there because these soldiers come from so many different actions over a wide swath of the war. And uh, they're mixed together and and, and uh, interred there in this place of honor, far from home. Uh, and here's a chance for folks to be able to come and kind of interact with those stories. Now, you talked uh, last year about, uh, you know, kind of getting to know some of the people who were buried there and this sharing the stories of some of these soldiers. Soldiers. Uh, it was a wonderful virtual program. You have another virtual program that's coming up as part of this fundraiser for this year. Tell us about that, please. Thank you, Chris. Um, so on October 7th, for those that have donated and um, signed up for a virtual program, we are going to be sharing a pre-recorded link with you. So what John and I are going to do is we're going to pre-record a conversation, a presentation that we've put together with this research that we've been working on, our new stuff from this year. With our, uh, We'll be talking about the Battle of New Market. We'll be sharing a lot of the same stories that we're going to share on our battlefield tour. But we know that a lot of people that care deeply about this history and might be interested in donating live in all parts of the country. So we wanted to make sure that we had an option available. So we're going to record that conversation and presentation and then be able to share it with you. And that link will be sent out on October 7th. Now we're, we're talking in September about events that are going on in early October in preparation for an event that will be in December. Uh, why so much lead time? Right. <laughs> well, a couple of reasons. Um, 
REITs across America needs to be able to prepare. So if we can get our donations gathered, if we can designate those for more REITs for Winchester National Cemetery, that's going to help them with their planning as they um, prepare to harvest the evergreen boughs, turn them into wreaths, box them up, and then they will be um, sent by truck to Winchester National Cemetery and, of course, um, to cemeteries all across the country as part of their large-scale operations. Um, so it does help to do it a bit early. Um, also, it's just kind of one of those things where it's a little practical to do it in the fall, in the early fall. We're hoping the weather should still be really nice for our battlefield tour here in Virginia. We'll hopefully be seeing some autumn colors. So we're hoping for really good weather. If we did it in November or even early December, we could be out there and be freezing cold. And we're not sure that you would want to come out and be part of that um, if the weather has turned that chilly. So it's practical as well. And when we can get um, on the calendar with our partners at New Market. Uh, that soldier from Massachusetts you referred to earlier, he'd be the first one to tell you, what are you doing out here in the cold fall? You know, <laughs> use some sense and come here in the fall. <laughs> exactly. And so many Civil War soldiers wrote about how beautiful the fall was in the Shenandoah Valley. And if you've ever had the opportunity to be over there to take a drive, which I know you have, Chris, um, but for our listeners, if you've ever had a chance to go through that area in the autumn, it is spectacular. It's beautiful in the valley any time of year. I might be partial to that region and some of the history over there, um, but the fall is just exceptional. So we think it'll be a really great uh, Sunday afternoon. Now, you will ultimately have the opportunity to close the loop on this project in December with the reef layings. Um, when does that take place and, and how does that take place? Absolutely. So let me um, make sure that I have the exact right date for you. Um, but yes, the wreaths lanes will happen in December. And the best thing to do if you're interested in participating either at Winchester or at other national cemeteries is to visit wreathacrossamerica.org and check out their website. You can, I'm right on it right now. There's a button just as you come onto it um, with information about where to volunteer. So you can check that out and be able to volunteer. It, it's helpful. Um, some cemeteries require you to sign up um, to go and volunteer just so they have an idea of how many people will be coming and they can kind of prepare for those things. Um, Winchester National Cemetery, I found it to be a very easy cemetery to go and participate at. Parking can be a little challenging, but if you're willing to walk a bit from the uh, parking garages there, no big deal. This year, it's going to be on Saturday, December 16th. So 2023, mark your calendars for Saturday, December 16th. It's usually the third Saturday in December, um, but I just wanted to make sure I got the correct information there um, so we can mark our calendars. And as a reminder, um, although Emerging Civil Wars Initiative is focused on Winchester National Cemetery, this is a nationwide event. There is a national cemetery near you that uh, may be participating in this. So if you go to wreathsacrossamerica.org, you can take a look at the participating cemeteries, find out how you can get involved, and have your own experience there. Um, one of the, I think, wonderful things about this program is it's a chance for you to connect in ways that are meaningful to you um, in places that are meaningful to you. And the stories that you can discover as part of that process, um, I think, really add a whole extra dimension to our understanding of the war. 
Absolutely. So Chris, question for you. Have you had an opportunity to take your youngest son to place a wreath yet? Or is that something you're still hoping to do? We haven't. Um, but and, and I have to admit, uh, we had intended to go last year. I can't remember what came up and, and we ended up not being able to make it over that morning. Um, and of course, that's always the time of year. I'm, I'm like madly trying to get my uh, grades finished. And right. I actually carved out time to do it last year and then something else came up. So I'm hoping this year to be able to have the opportunity to take Maxwell and, and let him uh, experience that for himself. And, and I hope make a connection there for him. Very good. So, well, Sarah, I want to wish you luck. I want to thank you and John Tracy for the great work that the two of you are doing pulling this together. Wreathsacrossamerica.org. Find out how you can get involved in your own local area. And of course, you can support our efforts here at Emerging Civil War and Winchester National Cemetery. Sarah, any final words? Um, this is really exciting to see it come together. We're excited to see it expand to an in-person offering. Believe me, I have dreams of expanding it beyond Winchester, beyond the Shenandoah Valley, but it's one step at a time right now. And um, right now, John and I are able to use some of the, the research that we've done on our own um, throughout the year to pull together a really exciting program. So um, I hope you'll consider joining us either in person on the battlefield or virtually. Um, we'll put the link either hopefully on the screen or right down below in the description um, so that you can uh, hopefully make a donation and join us at one of those programs to learn a little more of the meaningful history connected to Newmarket and Winchester National Cemetery. And I assure you that uh, having been to a national cemetery where the wreaths are out, um, it's a site you'll never forget. It will be, become an important stirring part of your own Christmas experience. So uh on behalf of Sarah K. Byerly and John Tracy in abstentia here, but doing a lot of work behind the scenes, I'm Chris Mikowski. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you online at Winchester National Cemetery and at Newmarket Battlefield and on the battlefield in general. Thanks so much for helping us out. <laughs>